doubting me gon' praise me. Yeah. Homies that had love for me gon' hate me. That I felt, can't wait to see yeah. This what happens when you're so amazing I can a nigga wavy Hell yeah, I'm wavy Always real in the face Little fake, I've been faced with that hate So much sauce on display Hey, how's everyone doing? It's your host, Joshua Self This is Self Shoots the Shit Episode 11 Sorry for the delay. I had a pretty busy week, and um, I just wanted to share a few thoughts now that we've had the midterm elections. First, I want to say, if you haven't seen Daredevil Season 3, you need to check it out. It is that shit. It's it's really good. Like If you enjoy Season 1 and Season 2, you're definitely going to love this season. And I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like it it gives you everything that you want out of a ten or twelve episode series. So I want to talk a little bit about these uh, poll elections. The winners are largely not of great interest to me um, outside of Tennessee because Tennessee is where I live. So Marsha Blackburn won in Tennessee, which is um, a little disappointing, maybe a lot disappointing, but what can you say? Like if, if you're a wealthy business owner, you're going to vote for the people who support wealthy businesses. And as it turns out, wealthy business owners are much more likely to vote than people who are not business owners. So I think when we go to the polls, you just have to remember the politicians cater to those that vote because they want to get reelected. So if certain demographics typically don't vote, they're just not going to be concerned with them. What I found um, interesting, there was a picture that circulated Facebook and Twitter um, of the poll room in Olive Branch, which is right around the corner from where I work. Olive Branch is in Mississippi. I didn't vote there because I'm a resident of Shelby County in Tennessee. However, this is still very close to home. There was an individual, a Clayton Hickey, who at first people thought he was a poll worker when the photos first started circulating on the internet. But it turns out he is not a poll worker. He was just there to vote. He wore a shirt that says Mississippi Justice, and it has a Confederate flag on it. I know a lot of people are saying, oh, Confederate flag's not racist. It's not about white supremacy. It's about heritage and celebrating Southern culture, that sort of thing. And so Mr. Hickey was like, in case you guys had any confusion about what I am here to stand for. The shirt also has a noose on it to clarify exactly what he means when he puts this shirt on. Like a noose, a symbol of someone being hanged, which is something that happened in the South, especially 
after slavery and during the Jim Crow era. So you can imagine how a black person might see this and take offense. Like this is literally a means by which black people were killed in America. And this guy's walking around wearing it. He's like, hey, hey, I don't want there to be any kind of confusion. This is exactly what I mean. And the best part about it is that he was a former Memphis police officer. And he's currently a registered nurse at Baptist Memorial. And if that isn't unsettling, I don't know what is. To know that a law enforcement officer was racist and now he's in the healthcare industry, like how can you really give unbiased care to people who come into the hospital when this is your mentality. And this is why people should go to the polls. This is why people should vote. When you have someone who's willing to wear this kind of a shirt to the polls, and clearly in an effort to intimidate people, this is why you need to be voting. And for everybody that voted, thank you. Everybody that didn't vote it, well, it'll be next time. So when I saw that, this shirt that this guy was wearing, it just, it bothered me. But at the same time, I'd much rather people wear that kind of a shirt. Like, hey, this is actually how I think about you. So there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no misunderstanding. It's clear this is how I perceive these other groups. What really bothers me is when you have people who have these extremely racist thoughts, but they want to be your friend. And they try to say something racist, but in a very passive way. So... Um, I had someone whose opinion I respect a lot, at least at the time. Um, about a week ago, introduced me as one of the good ones. And it really hurt my feelings. And you try to point out what they actually just said. But to them, it's like, oh, I'm just paying you a compliment. And it's like, no, you're saying that by default, anyone who has this characteristic is somehow not as good as other people. And it, it bugged me, you know? And because I respected this person's opinion, it really bugged me because you know that I'm black. And when you say something like, he's one of the good ones, you're basically saying that black people in general are not as good as other people. So I was, I was a little messed up by that. And if it had been just like a regular person, it wouldn't have been a big deal. It was the fact that I respected this person's opinion that how they felt, you know, their thoughts actually mattered to me. And to hear them say something like that, it, it really, it really got to me. So I, I hear people um, 
all the time try to use the N-word and try to find a way to justify what they said. I remember an incident a few years back where I'm riding in a car. It's me and three other white guys. We had just gotten finished playing basketball. And one of the guys starts this statement off with, I don't mean to be offensive, but I'm just saying a quote, like a direct quote. And the issue is that he already knows that he's going to say something that he should not be saying, but he's trying to justify it, trying to make it seem like, oh, it's, it's okay because I'm quoting it. Like, it's fine. I'm like, no, that doesn't make it okay. And the craziest part is that if I wasn't there, this quote wouldn't even come to your mind. Like, you wouldn't even be thinking about it. This fact that, oh, there's a black person here. I'm going to say nigga in front of this black person, but I'm going to phrase it in a way where he can't get mad. Like, that's, that's the intent. I'm going to phrase it in a way where he won't get upset because I said it. You have people want to quote rap songs to you. Like, oh, I'm just, I'm just saying the song. It's like, no, bro, that's not how it works. Or people's like, I'm just quoting a movie. Or I wasn't even talking about you specifically. It's like, that's how you feel about other black people, though. Like, maybe you're not saying it directly to me. But that's how you feel about black people. And that's fucked up. I mean, it's, it's crazy out there, y'all. The other thing that I want to point out that happened over the past three or four months or so, the amount of advertising, the number of commercials and Facebook posts, Twitter posts, et cetera, of people encouraging other people to vote this year has been a lot higher than what I've seen in recent years. And for that, I applaud everyone. I think it's important to encourage your fellow man to vote, regardless of who they vote for. On the flip side, the public discourse in terms of who you should vote for, what policies we should enforce, that's been pretty shitty at best. And people just don't discuss politics very well, regardless of what side they're on. Even when you're on the same side, people still have an issue discussing politics. And I think the biggest part is that we don't have middle ground. It's either you're all the way on one side or all the way on the other. When most of us are somewhere in the middle, like we like aspects of this person's campaign, like some of this person's platform, but we don't like all of them. And it becomes really difficult to have a frank conversation about some of the issues that are presented, not only in terms of which candidates we want to elect, but also which policies we should stand behind when most of us don't like any particular candidate or particular policy in their entirety. We like portions of what they have to offer instead of everything that they have. And it makes it very tough to have a frank conversation with someone because of that. 
it's like, oh, well, if you support this person, you also support everything that they have to say. It's like, not necessarily. Like, if we know going in, there's no such thing as a perfect person. I mean, some of what somebody has to say, you're probably not going to agree with, unless you are that person. And even then, if you were that person, you probably don't agree with everything you had to say. So it's important now that the elections are over, that we try to move along peacefully. Like seeing people get mad at an entire state, like, oh, you can suck at Tennessee. It's like, well, most people that voted for Black women probably don't support everything she has to say. They just probably supported the part that is beneficial to them. But at the end of the day, that's what people are gonna do. You're gonna vote for whoever benefits you the most. So if you are a person that is on the lower spectrum in terms of financially, you might vote for someone who's gonna support you in that way. Or if you're someone who's rich, you can vote for somebody that's gonna support you in that way. If you own a business, if your business is small, you might be looking for certain tax breaks. If you own a business and your business is large, you might be looking for a different set of tax breaks, like different kinds of incentives, different kinds of subsidies. Like people vote for who's gonna support them. So at the end of the day, while it might seem wrong for certain people to be elected, you have to understand that people are not gonna vote for someone in their entirety. They're just gonna vote for who is gonna bring me and my life the most benefit. And it's, it's been interesting reading Twitter and I wish that we weren't so polarized in terms of our political parties and whatnot. I mean, we have Republicans, we have Democrats, but the way people tell it, it's like you have good guys and evil people. And it's like, I don't think it's that simple. It's more than just, oh, Republicans hate minorities or Republicans hate poor people. It's like, oh, it's not that simple. But it's difficult as people to process things when we don't simplify it. So when we have these discussions now that the elections are over, let's try to be peaceful, try to be amicable. And if anybody can help me with this uh, blown head gasket, I've got to get rid of my car. So it's kind of messed up my entire week. At any rate, um, I'll catch you guys next week. I've got some good guests lined up for next week. I'm looking forward to that. Y'all just chill to the next episode. It's that new wave, hate her face, stank, look like Rocky, hit him, should've stayed down, bay, got a down, bay, rocking with him, ops with it, pound cake, better know they rocked it with him, know they dap and pound fake, know I spit that pop that sizzle like my reeds in reverse, blood circles, riding waves, twitching birds with throwing shade, get exposed like a lot out of K, they all feed in a hurt, some of the fly side space, I don't trip off him, work that rocking rhythm, run. Jane, know some folk that died and me gon' praise me.